And tax day is behind you now. Woo! Hopefully um, behind you. Unless you filed an extension. Is today well, the day that, that CPAs be... chillax and have a party, or do they have to get busy on um, extensions? Well, I guess yeah. it depends on what they do. They probably Six still have... for an extension, so... But no, they're not going... <laughs> So they have payroll they've got well, to do. I know, I know, t- I know. Some may be taking the day off, but they've got payroll and other things they do. Unfortunately, some of them can't shut down. But, you know, I mean, for example, our CPA doesn't shut down. I, did you know we got a call from them yesterday, Jody? Yeah. There was a piece well, of, it was a document that they didn't have. And I was really impressed because, in the you know, it's in the middle of tax day. Mm-hmm. I'm figuring it's going to be a very short, very frantic kind of phone call. Well, wait, you hope not. It's our CPA. Mm-hmm. I don't want frantic. But, I mean, it was it was so calm. And I'm like, so, you know, it's, uh, I know it's your busiest day. So I'm sorry you had to call and remind me of this, but thank you. And they're like, no problem. Great. And so they nice. moved on. It was very smooth, very relaxed, and very easy. Energy is everything. You didn't hear craziness going on in the background? No. Yeah, no phone's plates, ringing. Plates <laughs> breaking. Yeah, none of that. Yeah. <laughs> energy is everything, you know? And maybe they were ultra, ultra, you know, ultra prepared just for those last minute phone calls. Yeah. And I'm sure. I can't imagine, you know, it, it, like Sam would say at the CPA Christmas party, that's probably where they tell all the stories about all the, the crazy antics that happened last minute, you know? Yeah. Can you believe her 1040 was... You just you just assume that guy. He wanted me to write off four thousand dollars in toilet paper. <laughs> okay. Hey, let's go to the bar. Ooh, I bet they do have some good stories about write offs. <laughs> Probably just about saying. stuff that can't be written off that people try, try. to through. Yeah. Exactly. Look, there's humor in everything. If you look hard enough, there could be humor in it. Yeah. All right. Okay, coming up today, um, more of what you say, mom and dad, is the hardest thing you've ever tried to teach your kids. And you know, this can be one of those non-tangible things like kindness, or it can be very tangible like sharing. Ride a bike. Right. Yeah, you know, for me, it's driving. So 877-310-4MSJ. We look forward to hearing from you on more of that today. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Ladies of the world, I've got news about Milo Ventimiglia. Who? And that is Jack from This Is Us and uh, wow. season Congratulations, three Jody. plot details. I know, I said it. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Ladies, I've got news about season three. This Is Us specifically for the character Milo Ventimiglia, well, also known as Jack Pearson. When I held you for the first time right here in this hospital, it hit me like a bolt of lightning. You were my purpose, Kevin. So was he uh, the one in the passenger seat last night when I was watching with you? He, well, yes, he was in the passenger seat being driven home. Okay. Oh, yeah. He had See, I know few. nothing about the show. I'm, I'm catching everything, pieces and parts. Okay. And I he's, got, he's the one with the crockpot. You know what I mean? He's the one with the oh, beautiful he? facial hair and wonderful way of doing everything. Um, I will say this. they The last episode, I'm still in season one, towards the end of season one. Right. And the episode that I watched. Some so of, he's still alive. Some of the episode I watched last night, um, they go back in time with him without facial hair. And I'm not digging that. Yeah. He was made to have facial hair. I mean, I just needed it to grow in. Anyway, this actor, his name is Milo. Um, he did some Today Show stuff this week. He's done some interviews lately. And yes, of course, death or no death, he's going to be in the show because well, we're always time hopping. Well, it's always and, flashing back. Yeah. And help me out as, as a non-This Is Us watcher. There you go. This is not a this spoiler. This is not you. <laughs> it's not a spoiler because it's known that he's no longer living because it's a time yeah. hopping show, right? Yeah. In fact, you know you know that pretty well into Early on in season one, you know it's foreshadowed that they're talking about him in current time that he passed. And yeah. okay. the first time that happened, I actually fell off the bed. 
I was watching the show, Folding Clothes, and I hit the floor like, oh, it hurt. It it hurt me inside. That's a very different way of telling a story, isn't it? <sighs> anyway, it's that's what's so cool about the show. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I love that part of it. Anyway, I'm just glad that they're able to keep him in the show. After, no kidding. After he died, he, they know the ratings would take a serious. Yeah. I would still watch it, but it would hurt me to watch it without him. Right. Um, they're going to go back to his Vietnam days. So before he even knew her, Rebecca. They're going to go back and do that in season three. Oh, with his brother. Yeah. So yeah. The, before you ever really, that this, this story actually started, we're going to go all that way back. Huh. Vietnam storylines because yeah. he was in Vietnam and then he came back home right. and was living with his parents before he met Rebecca. <sighs> Got it? Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, coming up next. Sam, I know you're dying to know how it is that I hurt Murphy's feelings mm-hmm. yesterday when he got home from work before he, <laughs> I even said a word. Yesterday afternoon when Murphy got home from work, um, I was already there. I was doing all kinds of stuff in the house and about to go walk the dogs and yada, yada, yada. And um, I'm telling this to Sam because I really think I hurt your feelings. And I, of course, did not mean to, Murphy. But... um, if it's what you're, if we, what you're, well, go ahead, finish what yeah, you're saying. Like, I don't want to make assumptions You had been here. home for maybe 10 minutes, and finally you just came to me, and you were looking at me like, oh. like this puppy. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Actually, the, my feelings weren't hurt by that at all. I was curious. I was a little surprised at how long it took you, because Jody's pretty perceptive. What she's talking about. Let me just sit back and wait for you guys to decide, decide to has. tell me. Yeah, no, I, I, when I finally got my new glasses yesterday. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm wearing them, and I guess they look very similar to the ones I had before. Uh-huh. But I mean, I was probably yeah. home for a good half hour. She, Jody Ten and I had minutes. a couple of conversations. Yeah. And, you know, and finally, I she and I'm just waiting. I was like, Jody notices everything. I mean, when I say Jody notices nuances of everything, I was surprised at how long this was taking. So I finally they are similar. They are. Yeah. I, I finally stopped and, and stared for a minute and just stopped talking. And I think I scared her. <laughs> you did. I'm like, <laughs> she's like, what? What? And I just started smiling, and she's like, what? I mean, I could see it, you know, and, I saw, and so I pointed, and finally, oh, and then she got it. Yeah, they're very similar, and yeah. it's just, I honestly, I look at your eyes, not your glasses. Ooh, does that help yeah. with the sting? But yeah, it, it didn't, there was no sting. I, honestly, I really was not upset about it at all. Yeah. I, it's, but I know what you're saying. Because similar I, style, well, way way similar. Whenever Jody's come home and she's you know just had her hair cut or something like that, yeah. and mm-hmm. I don't notice that right off the Gotta bat, say I always feel really guilty about oh, that. I don't when care that about that because my hair is very similar every time because it's long. Right. It just gets shaped up. Yeah, it's not ever anything dramatically different. Right. Um, yeah, and we noticed Sam's new glasses this week because they're dramatically different. Well, oh, yeah, like they are. Kevin yeah. Costner and JFK, the movie JFK, <laughs> is what they look I like. I like to refer to it as distinguished. Okay, it my is, goodness. It's quite distinguished. Actually, it blows my mind. When we went and we looked at the pictures from the movie JFK, yeah. I'm telling they look exactly <laughs> You put on a suit. What Sam You're picked out, they're like Kevin Costner glasses. It's, it's yeah, crazy. Right. What's but they funny do look cool. I helped you pick out these glasses. I know. But they, they're so very similar. They look really good, but I look at your eyes. Yeah, maybe if I'd have walked in wearing my new sunglasses. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Did you get those too? <laughs> I did. I got a matching. Yeah, well, so not a matching cool. pair, but yeah. Call or text us. 877-310-4675. I can see clearly now that's the number. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Coming to your calls next on what are those toughest things you've found to teach your kids? Bart, you're next. What do you say is the hardest thing 
you've ever had to teach your child. And we mean tangible or non-tangible. We mean behind the wheel of a car. Like, that's mine. Or is it something that's like, you know, inside of them that you want to instill? 877-310-4MSJ. It really is different for everybody. Yes, it is. What's up, Bart? For me, it's prioritization. Yes. Needs before wants and work before play. Boom. Wow. (laughs) Man, that's a good one. It's true. I want to hang with my friends all day, but my room is a wreck. I did do homework. And so it's hard to teach. What have you done? How do you do it? You just stay on them about it? Yeah, pretty much. You got to, you know, stay on them. And then I turn around and, you know, if I I come home and they're playing and haven't done their homework, well, then they get in trouble. And I got tired of the uh, eight o'clock rolls around time to start getting re- getting everything ready to end the night and they're like well i've got homework to do right yeah. Right. yeah 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 that's a tricky one for me because when they first get home from school if we're going straight home because sometimes they have after school stuff but for me i do like to give them a short break in the afternoon for a snack and something that's not because they've been at school all day i believe in breaks i work better with breaks and then you know start on it but not too late do you give breaks they usually have about an hour before I get home. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to have about 30 minutes. Yeah. And then they're supposed to start on their homework and do their chores. Half the time I catch them, you know, playing a game or sometimes, <laughs> you know, outside with their friends when I get home. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really? That's, outside, with, outside with their friends is important to me, too. But, yeah, it's, it's a, it is a whole big it balance is. game. And this is the time where you either instill it or... You're out of luck. Yeah, because you'll spend. They'll spend the rest of their life trying to repair it if you don't instill it. Yeah, I try. Thanks, Bart. Appreciate the call. Getting kind of heavy for early morning, huh, Sam? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we love hearing from you. Jump in any time to this conversation. Let us know what you have found to be the hardest things to teach your kiddos. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Tara's hanging on. You're next. All right, we want to hear from you. What has been the hardest thing you have found to teach your children? 877-310-4675. What about you, Tara? We've been very, very thorough with internet safety. Mm-hmm. But my daughter's got her own phone now. They've had iPads for several years. Yeah. But my daughter has started playing games online now. Mm-hmm. And she started talking to people in different states yeah. that ask questions about like what the weather is like here mm-hmm. and we her father and I have had to <laughs> take iPads and phones because it is just something that we cannot reiterate enough right. about you do not tell people your name you do not tell people where you live right. and even when we were growing up I, I graduated in 2001 so I'm 34 now mm-hmm. but even when we were growing up you know it wasn't safe internet safety was something our parents went over with too but it right. is so dangerous now yeah. it is and having having a little girl that's you know almost a teenager it is just I mean I worry about that so much more than I ever realized that I would I think it would be the equivalent of dropping your kid off in the middle of nowhere or at a party where you know yes. no one and just leaving Leaving them there. Yes, absolutely. You almost can't teach them to be safe enough when it comes to stuff like that. Agreed. Because, you know, somebody will tell them, oh, yeah, I go to school with you. And you're like, you don't know that that person goes to school with you. Uh, my son Jackson, who is 14, oh. has some of the same issues because, well, number one, he's a teenager, so he knows more than anybody. 
yes. uh, in the world. <laughs> so yeah. when you try to That's explain okay. that, you, you try to explain that to him that those people could just be fishing and they're not necessarily telling you the truth. Now, he thinks that they are exactly. because who would lie to him? And it's like even when he's on his, play, on his PlayStation, on his PS4, playing games with people all over the country, it's like, do not give out any information. I honestly would rather just take the computer away, but it doesn't that you can't tell no. most because, you know, everybody has one and right. you know, they need it for homework and you just don't know where to draw the line. It's the world they live in. Your your number one job as their parent, first and foremost, is to protect them. Right. So. Tara, thank you for calling. That's a very yep. good one. I'm glad You're you brought welcome. that up. I love listening to you guys. We listen to you guys every morning. Uh, thank you. You know, with our girls, letting them have phones, and I think they both had phones by the time they were 11. Well, 11 and 12. Because they were doing some after-school activities mm-hmm. and things like that. And, you know, I, I agree that you want to put, put the caution out there, but we also tried to balance it out where we didn't want to scare the heck out of them. But yeah, it's, it's a delicate a, balance. It is act. a delicate, but you got to be on top of it as much as you can be. Right. 877-310-4675 to jump in. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. One of the Stranger Things kids gets a big movie role. Tell you all about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I've got news about an actor named Finn Wolford. Maybe mm-hmm. you know him as one of the lead kids in Stranger Things. He plays Mike on right. Stranger Things, which to me, he was the lead kid at first. First season, anyway. First season, yeah. Kind of like the leader of their gang. Right. And then he was sort of lost in season two. But what a great child actor. Um, I say child. He's growing up. He's he's going to be a grown man before we know it. When you grow up on screen, it seems to happen faster. By season five. <laughs> Think there'll be a season five? I don't know. Wouldn't that be great? Okay, so Finn Wolford. Remember that name? One day he's going to turn into a grown man on screen. You're going to like, I in, know him. Wasn't he in It too? He was also in the Stephen King ad- new adaptation, new remake of It. Well, he also just landed a pretty big movie role. Mm-hmm. He also got a raise. In fact, all the main cast got a raise on Stranger Things. Right. But there's this book called The Goldfinch. And it's so crazy because it's a Pulitzer Prize winning book and there was a lot of buzz about it in the book world. I picked it up, Mm -hmm. um, started reading it and it was really good and then I misplaced it when I misplaced all those library (laughs) books, all those books. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I stopped reading it. Not by my choice. I found it again. Yeah. In the search for the library books that I never found and I'm glad to have it again in my hands because... They're making the movie. The movie will be out next year, and Finn Wolford has um, accepted a, a role. Nice. He's not the lead kid, but it's one of those books where you, it starts in today, and it's a grown man, and he then he goes back and tells his story of his childhood. Mm-hmm. And um, so Finn is going to be in that movie. Big deal for him. Okay. I mean, you know, so you don't kind of get stuck being the Netflix kid. Right. You grow. <laughs> the same character. Like, well, think of Will in the Stranger Things. And he's always the victim. <laughs> not not going forward in season three, they say. Oh, okay. Uh, supposedly the Duffer Brothers are going to give Will a little break and somebody else is going to have a hard time <laughs> um, next time around. I've got a couple of other quick hits for you in entertainment. Steven Spielberg set to direct his first superhero type movie based on a DC character, Black Hawk. And it's going to be a World War II era action flick. Okay. So that's different for Spielberg, which means it'll have that feel with the feel-good cinematic yeah. music. You can kind of just feel a Spielberg movie. And you did know that Margot Robbie is making a standalone Harley yeah, Quinn I did. I did movie. I'm 
known to be quite vexing. I'm just forewarning you. There she is from Suicide Squad. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55, Season 3, This Is Us News. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. And you can like our Facebook page today, but be sure to do that when you get a chance, because that way you'll get all the notifications. You can always go to it without, but yeah. you at least get the perk of knowing when we go Facebook Live and when a new post is there. And all yeah, that. and you can check out our visit with producer David this week, because he oh, stopped yeah. by and Former came producer back. producer David. Right, and we did an After the Show podcast with him, which you can get there as well. If it's new, and you can eat it, Sam's found it. He's the food dude. Got some new yummies at the grocery store right now. It's uh, Mickey Mouse Goldfish. We all love the goldfish from Pepperidge Farm. Of course. Of course. So right. what, these are shaped like Mickey Mouse Mickey Mouse's head, yes. Well, it, the whole bag is not Mickey Mouse. You what? get you get the fish, but then there's a few handful in there that okay. are shaped like Mickey Mouse's head. Got it. There's already, I'm just going to say, there's already a ton of goldfish. Yeah. There's the colored ones, you know, the there's rainbow colored ones. Parmesan flavored ones and pretzel ones and then sweet ones. You know what's funny to me about goldfish is, I mean, I remember as a kid them being just kind of a cool Pepperidge Farm snack. But now they're totally marketed to kids. Mm-hmm. It's one of those easy, it's that and Cheerios that are really easy to give to, mm-hmm. you know, little bitty ones yeah. who love them. We didn't have goldfish when I was a little kid. You didn't? We weren't, we didn't buy those. Yeah. You Maybe it's have, just one of those things my mom around. and dad didn't buy. <clears throat> yeah. Anything with a Pepperidge Farm name on it they stayed away from? It's a little is that too what you're expensive. Saying? Didn't sell that stuff at Dollar General back oh, then, stop. huh? stop. Um, oh, and... Uh, that you can get these two in the giant containers. Remember oh, the yay. Giant, I love those, man. Those Wait, big carton. Can- it looks like a big oh, carton. Yeah. We've yeah. had them in extreme cheddar flavor form, yeah, Murphy. Those never run out. Also, M&M's has a new flavor. <gasps> Shock. Right. Uh, <laughs> it is an orange cream flavor, which means mm-hmm. it's going to taste like a dreamsicle. Oh, cool. But mm-hmm. so is the chocolate on the outside only? Yeah, like all the other M&M's. Okay. You know, they have the different insides. I'm aware. M&M's are a hard shelf candy I'd finish. Stop. Yeah, but it's the orange vanilla, uh, the orange, yeah, the M&M's orange might be the best little poppet in your mouth candy ever, right? Yeah, peanut oh, M&M's. And it. there's a new burger that Chili's is rolling out. The funny thing about this one is you have to ask when you go to Chili's if they serve it because they're only doing it at certain Chili's locations. Mm-hmm. All right. The Boss Burger, five meats stacked on it, a half-pound beef patty, a bacon, a jalapeno cheddar smoked sausage, pulled rib meat, and smoked brisket. Mmm! Mmm! You can, how do you get that in your mouth? I don't well, know. Well, you guys should try. I, Sounds I like you're kind of willing to try this, and so I'm going to ask Boom. next time I go to Chili's. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Guys, I'm going to tell you a little story called Bye Bye Beardy. Oh, no. Not to be bye confused bye with Bye Bye Beardy. Birdie. Exactly. Um, coming up next, though, we're going to dig into the 24-hour voicemail for all of these messages coming in to 877-310-4MSJ. We love hearing from you. Join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ to call or text. You can also get us on Facebook or Instagram. You can send us private messages and all that good stuff. We want to hear from you on what do you find is the hardest thing to teach your children, whether that be something you want to instill in them or if it's actually physically teaching them something to do. Or if it's just difficult for you. For instance, sometimes when I walk around the house, and I'm picking up things, yeah. which is what I do at home. Picking up things and putting them where they go. I just do it with like making the donuts. Like I can't even think about it. I sometimes have, and I'm not saying this to be, you know, fussy or catty in any way, but I sometimes wonder 
what our children's home will look like when it's their home. Yes. I really wonder Amen. that, Murphy. Because there are so many times... <laughs> I'm serious, and it's yeah. not even just in their rooms. If it's in their room, it's like, okay, I'll give you a little break on that one. Pick it up. It's your area, right? But I had a Kit Kat, and I dropped the wrapper. Right. Pick it up. <laughs> I you know. know, I took my socks off when I was on the sofa and just put them on the ground. I found but a dirty. Pick it up. I found a dirty sock in our sofa the other day, and I'm like, Ugh. I don't. And I try, and I try, and it's like, just no. p- pick it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. But honestly, isn't that a kid thing? One day when it's ownership and they have their own place, I feel like it will be, they'll see things differently. I hope it catches on then because if it doesn't, it's going to magnify. Right. Well, the key to that is making sure that they're the ones picking it up and not you. Right. I do that and I get the... (sighs) Yeah. I mean, eventually it will, even if it's not happening as fast as you want. Sure. But the worst thing to do is to continue to do it for them because then they definitely will yep. never. I exactly. I put my foot down there. Okay, let's hey, jump. I got, I got news for you. I know what I'm not doing in Sam's house. I'm not leaving my socks on his couch. <laughs> or Kit Kat wrappers. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. Yeah, you know, to answer your question about the hardest thing to teach kids, um, I think it's accountability. Uh, so much of our youth these days are not accountable for any of their actions. Mm. So it's really hard to teach your own children accountability, you know, with this action comes this consequence because mm. so many times they're just taught that there's not that much consequence in life. Yeah, and I think that ties into the leaving things around, too. Accountability just means making them responsible. And look, co- consequences can be positive, too. You know yes. what I'm saying? When things go um, away, you have to remember that part of it because people respond better in general. I'm not saying everything has to be a positive consequence. Yeah. No. But if, if you pick up a, your socks, they will be washed and cleaned. <laughs> positive consequence. All right, look, keep it coming. Let us know what's been the hardest thing for you to teach. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I'm going to tell you guys a little story called Bye Bye Beardy, and it's not a musical, but I might be singing it. Sam, we've got an update on the bearded dragons at the house. Um, Which uh, one? No, well, both. Well, both, I guess. Okay. As you recall, I mean, we've had these things now for about four months. Yeah. They showed up at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, they just knocked <laughs> on the door. <laughs> hey, is it warm in there? Looking for a new home. Yeah. and uh, But they were a little bitty when we first got them, and now they're actually becoming sizable. You know what I mean? They're... <laughs> sizable. They're getting big. About as big as a squirrel. <laughs> they're getting bigger, but... They are. They look cool now. Their bellies are extending. Like I noticed the one you, you show me a picture of, its belly's... Like extending outward. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, he's going to grow the other way too and hopefully balance out. That's Ogie. Yeah. He's always been bigger. He's about to shed because he's got this layer of light skin that's covering his color. Yeah. And that means I'm going to come home today and there's going to be skin all over the floor of the terrarium. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, but the, belly, the belly expansion is just their way of keeping warm and it helps them with digestion. I have no excuse with my belly, by the way. Expansion here has nothing to do with... Are you about to shed, Murphy? (laughs) (laughs) And you've not been eating super worms. Anyway, so... Thank goodness. You know, I've had these typical parent struggles with, did you feed your beardy today? Did you make sure he ate today? Have you turned the light on? Done fresh water? I took care of the lights with automation. Ah. (laughs) And I don't mean Alexa. I mean, you know, actual like old school timers in the wall. Turn on at this time, turn off at that. Yeah, that's the best idea ever. 
Thank you. Thank you, Julie. It's been wonderful because we don't need another thing to remember. But there have been those times in the back of my mind when it's like, I'm not going to let any pet in my house go and need anything. But I don't appreciate and love reminding, hey, did you take Ogie out today? He does need a little socialization every day kind of a thing. Well, anyway, when Taylor brought her friends over the other evening, they went straight to her room because she wanted to introduce them to Nugget, her bearded dragon. Mm -hmm. And her friend Nick, did you catch what he was saying? No. He was saying that, yeah, I used to have one. He was about that size. And I was like, oh, no, what happened? And I thought he was going to tell me one of those stories about, well, he just, you know, got sick. Yeah. He got home one day and his mom had brought it back to the pet store or something like that. Why? Because he wasn't. I, 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 don't, I said, what? What? Why do you think that was? And she and he said, I don't really know, but I think maybe I wasn't taking care of him uh-huh. <laughs> the way that I should have been. And yeah. so my mom wasn't going to hmm. play. Well, that that's game. better than the story I thought you were going to tell, which is <laughs> there was no beardy and the cat was smiling in the corner. You know? <laughs> no, and that won't be happening at our house. Yes. Coming up. Sam has music news. It's Prince Week this week. Yeah, I thought every week was Prince Week. In Minneapolis, and I'll let you know what that means if you're a big Prince fan. Sam's got music news. It is Prince uh, Prince Week this week in Minneapolis. Two years. Two years coming up this weekend, Mm -hmm. right? It's hard to believe. It's the anniversary of his death. He passed two weeks after my mom. So, I mean, she was a huge Prince fan, so that was kind of our little joke. Is, you know, well, now they're enjoying time together in heaven. I didn't think of that. You didn't think about that? a happy little thought. she ever see him in concert? What? Oh, yeah. Prince? You don't mean since she's been up there with him. (laughs) Every day! (laughs) No, she never saw him in concert. Sorry. (laughs) Not in this world. Let's tell tell us about Prince Week, Sam. (laughs) Okay, there's all kind of stuff going on. There's uh, Paisley Parks offering special tours and panel discussions this week. Mm. Sheila E. is going to perform as a private concert at Paisley Park if yeah. you pay the right fee and you get in there for it. There is a, a symposium going on at the University of Minnesota right now with academics, journalists, and community leaders just talking about the impact that Prince had. Right. Not just about his music, but just the impact he had. He was an animal rights person, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, First Avenue, the big dance club that they always had, and I think that's the it's one that's one in Purple Rain. Them. Right. Yeah. Uh, they're having special DJs come in every night, and it's all Prince music every night. That's cool. There is a, uh, a skating awesome. party going on. This, is, this would be cool. A called Glam Skate. And all the money that's raised is going to benefit Purple Playground, which is a summer music program for kids. Oh. And you know what kind of music they're playing for that? Prince, of course. That's yes. right. And then yeah. uh, the big uh, wrap-up, big finale, was supposed to be this Saturday at Target Center, but because the Minnesota Timberwolves made the playoffs, they had to change the date on it. Uh, Friday, it's called uh, uh, Celebration 2018. There's a big Prince. What they're going to do is show a movie of him and concert footage and documentary footage of him that hasn't been seen before on the big screen. Nice. And then live music to accompany it. Like Sheila E's going to be there as well. Oh, wow. Some cool. of the old okay. members of the in New Power Generation yeah. and, and the bands, they're going to be there playing along with what's going on on the screen. <sighs> Sounds good to so me. Almost like being still there. sad about him not being able to give us any more music, but his music lives on forever. That's the beauty yeah, of that's it. Correct, and of course, we do still all have music it. We haven't heard from yet. You right, know, we got all that. Also, too, uh, uh, carpool karaoke. Now, I told you that uh, we were going to have next week. There's a primetime version with Christina Aguilera. She's going to be on it with James Corden. Mm-hmm. But Victoria Beckham says, "Yeah, the Spice Girls are going to be on it." Yeah. 
Wow. Not Monday in the primetime version, but she says that they are going to be on one real soon, a regular version of Maybe in the back seat, they'll yeah. surprise somebody. Say, how, how do you fit them all in the car? A lot of people in the car Not there, but I'm SUV. sure he'll pull, he'll pull it off. So I'm looking forward to that one. Jody, I haven't had a chance to share this with you, and I'm curious to see what your opinion is, because it's one of those, it's kind of a polarizing thing. It can be for couples. Uh-oh. Um, okay. Conflict. And I, and I guess different people look at this differently. I'm going to change the names to protect those <coughs> who I'm trying to talk about here. Uh, okay. okay. So uh, a friend of mine whose you know, maiden name was Smith married somebody named Jones. Let's just say that. All right. <laughs> I think I know you're talking about already, but go, go and, ahead. And, and so she decided that she would keep Smith as her name in almost everything she does. A hyphen or just her <coughs> No, her maiden name. So wow. she didn't take his name in any way. And Well, I mean, legally, I'm sure they're legal documents, but in social media, right. uh, in, in her professional life and all these things, she just kept her name Smith. Right. And she didn't do the hyphen thing, Sam, like you're talking about Smith Jones. Yeah. One of his ex-wives initially. did the hyphen thing. Sam's. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. remember? Yeah. And you seem to that. not love that, Sam. Yeah, it was different. Right. But I lived with it. Well, it, it's it's weird how people, you know, to me have opinions on this because what happens outside of the couple, uh, those opinions really don't matter, do they? No. It's how the couple perceives it. Well, it's true. this actually wound up causing a little bit of, I guess, not a riff, uh-huh. but a question. And as mm-hmm. time wore on, she mm-hmm. decided that she was going to just get away from Smith and only go with Jones, her married name. Right. Nice. And so okay. now. Because Mr. Her, Jones was upset. Mr. Jones really just kind of questioned it because every time they would introduce each other, she was introducing herself by a different uh, name than him. Sure. Right? It only matters if it's okay with them. And if it wasn't with him, they had to work it out. Yeah. Right. Okay. But, uh, it, I mean, it's interesting to me that that's what it kind of built into the moment of, you know, okay, I need to change it now. Right. And so, you know, the business that she's had forever is now hyphenated. And the uh, right and <laughs> not Sam's favorite. No, okay. and then you know in her personal life, that's what she goes by is just the last name now. That's mm. not her maiden name. Okay, so like I said, I think it's per couple. It's a per couple thing, and maybe it's literally that there was something going on under uh, underlying that they had hit a trouble spot, and that was like a, a peace offering, an olive branch. You never know. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't know until you've been married. You have to tell me if you agree with this, Sam. Murphy and I are married. Um, so have I. So have I been. Yes. I, um, when you hear in your life when you're younger that marriage is also work. Yeah. You don't know what that means until you're in it. Oh yeah, definitely. You can't know what that means until you're in it. So maybe she was doing some work. Yeah. You know. And maybe and, he is happier. Mr. Jones is a little happier yeah, now. Can you ask Mrs. Smith uh, why she changed? <laughs> Mrs. Jones is what you Not mean, yes, Sam, yes. right? Coming up, Jody, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. We've got This Is Us Season 3 news. Oh, and Barbara Bush had just done an interview for a mag- in a magazine that's published this month. Mm-hmm. What she had to say. We'll do that next. Just want to give shout out and some props to CPAs, tax preparers, you know, all across the Fruited Plains because yesterday was a rough day. You know what I mean? It really is. It's their busiest day yeah. of the entire year. And if you ask them if today's the day off, they say no extensions. <laughs> <laughs> no extensions. Okay, um, look, um, Annie sent us a message on Facebook and I want to share with you, especially Murphy. Okay, so we've talked a lot recently about allergies. A lot of people dealing with springtime allergies. I was the number one until I saw my doctor. (laughs) Um, And he got me all hooked up with a whole new routine. 
Yeah, Jody was clearing her throat like a weightlifter there for a while. Yeah. It was pretty bad. It wasn't fun. Oh, and of course, Murphy, I, you have to know this, Sam. I get home and I'm told, hey, take this allergy pill once a day, which I'm doing. It's an easy over-the-counter thing that I do. Right. And use this little spray, nose spray, only in allergy season. And who do you think has it already in the cabinet? Medicine man over here, Murphy. <laughs> He's got everything. I well, should I never pick up a prescription before checking with him. No, no, you, you, I've you, already got this. You, know, you want to hear from your doctor straight up. At least I wasn't the one trying to push it on you because yeah. I didn't know. I wasn't the guy to diagnose it. Exactly. And, yeah, but Yes, you're right. I have an extra bottle if you need it. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's illegal, right? I don't think I, even within a married couple, mm, you're not supposed to, yes. you're not I, supposed I don't know to about legalities, but if it's been up your nose, I'm not doing it. Okay, that's good. Hmm. I just, I'll you know, use my own I don't want to be sitting here, you know, discussing violating federal law anyway look i just want to say annie we had also gotten a bunch of calls about using trying uh like a table tablespoon of local honey it has to be local honey about a tablespoon a day put it in your tea your coffee drizzle it on toast it doesn't matter as long as you ingest it the reason for that is because the bees that pollinate in an area are that's the the same pollen you're usually breathing right right so that and that makes total sense to me i'm gonna try that too but i'm gonna stay on my already working for me allergy meds thanks doc but amy annie also said on our facebook page to try and something that she does in addition to the honey is olive leaf extract tablets you can buy them in any any store where their uh supplements are sold and this sounds like you murphy this sounds well, like you. I mean, you know that, your that, spray. That spray that you use. You, know, you we, use me. We yeah. use that olive leaf spray. Yeah, for, you know. Yeah, that doesn't seem to help me. But she said olive leaf ex- extract tablets help okay. her. Seems like the tablets would work better than the spray. Why? <laughs> What's the difference? Gets all in your bloodstream and yeah, not just in your yeah, throat. Yeah, not just right. on your tongue. So thank you, Annie. Yeah. <clears throat> Keep your uh, messages coming to Facebook and Instagram. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Going to tell you how a $12 chair can make your life better. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Ladies, I've got news about season three. This is us, specifically for the character Milo Ventimiglia. Well, also known as Jack Pearson. When I held you for the first time right here in this hospital, it hit me like a bolt of lightning. You were my purpose, Kevin. So was he uh, the one in the passenger seat last night when I was watching with you? He wa- Yes, he was in the passenger seat being driven home. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because he had See, I few. know nothing about the show. I'm, I'm catching everything, pieces and parts. Okay. And I he's, got, he's the one with the crock pot. You know what I mean? He's the one with the oh, beautiful he? facial hair and wonderful way of doing everything um i will say this they the last episode i'm still in season one towards the end of season one right. the episode that i watched some so of, he's still alive some of the episode i watched last night um they go back in time with him without facial hair and i'm not digging that yeah he was made to have facial hair i mean i just needed it to grow in anyway this actor his name is milo um, he did some Today Show stuff this week. He's done some interviews lately. And yes, of course, death or no death, he's going to be in the show because well, we're always time hopping. Well, it's always and, flashing back. Yeah. And help me out as, as a non-This Is Us watcher. There you go. This is not a this spoiler. This is not you. <laughs> it's not a spoiler because it's known that he's no longer living because it's a time yeah. hopping show, right? Yeah. In fact, you know you know that pretty well into Early on in season one, you know it's foreshadowed that they're talking about him in current time that he passed. And the first time that happened, I actually fell off the bed. I was watching the show, Folding Clothes, and I hit the floor like, oh, it hurt. 
it it hurt me inside. That's a very different way of telling a story, isn't it? <sighs> anyway, it's that's what's so cool about the show. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I love that part of it. Anyway, I'm just glad that they're able to keep him in the show. After, no kidding. After he died, he, they know the ratings would take a serious. Yeah. I would still watch it, but it would hurt me to watch it without him. Right. Um, they're going to go back to his Vietnam days. So before he even knew her, Rebecca. They're going to go back and do that in season three. Oh, with his brother. Yeah. So yeah. The, before you ever really, that this, this story actually started, we're going to go all that way back. Okay. And not celebrity news, but you know that uh, former First Lady Barbara Bush passed away mm-hmm. yesterday at the age of 92. You know, she had just done a note that was published this month in her um, Smith College alumni magazine. And this is the quote. This is what she recently just said. Okay. I'm still old and still in love with a man I married 72 years ago. I have great medical care and more operations than you would believe. I'm not sure if God will recognize me. I have so many new <laughs> body parts. And she's one of those first ladies I think everybody loved the whole time she was in there. Cross political lines. Yeah. And have <laughs> funny. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. You can always catch anything you might have missed with the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. And remember, later in the day, we we do we still hang out. We do something called After the Show. There's a brand new episode every day on the podcast. The madness See. continues a little bit longer. Check it out at murphysamandjody.com, or you can simply Google it. Okay, I bought some more chairs for hanging out at the house outside, uh-huh. and I'm just tickled yeah. to death. Patio chairs. Fortunately, these aren't yeah, the kind. Chair. These are, these aren't the kind that can fold and hurt me. <laughs> what? what you, fortunately, yeah, good. I don't. I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of those chairs that fold up and you can carry anywhere, oh, I, I, and then you open up. I have no problem doing. <laughs> I have no problem with that. That was, that's one of the best. I mean. Okay, when I was growing up, you had one choice of folding chairs. The kind with that webbing on it. I know. Yeah, it folded open and it folded closed. These are like they have they're vented. You got a cup holder on each side. Some of them you can put your feet out. They some of them even have hoods. I know. It's like Crocs. I mean, I don't like the way they look. I know they're functional and I know they're wait, 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 wait. You're talking about the camping chair. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that you bring to sporting events. No, the ones when I was talking about hurting myself, I hurt myself on those trifold beach chairs. The ones that fold out three ways. Where when you sit down, the bottom part with your legs you can I don't know what the deal is. I always wind up flat on the ground and have to start over again. Or you pinch yourself. You pinch yourself and then they hurt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just <laughs> when your head goes back too far. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's a disaster area. Hey kids, come lift me up. <laughs> anyway, it's so funny. I just wanted to say I found these really cool shaped like Adirondack chairs. Oh, the plastic kind? The plastic ones, though. I paid $12 a piece. Yeah. They're gorgeous. They look real from the street. They should call them Photorondacks. Yeah, they're Photorondacks. <laughs> right? yeah. And an assortment of colors. Do you know why Adirondack chairs are so expensive? I priced some real ones not long ago. Well, what? Well, real wood is expensive. I mean, that's the whole yeah. thing. It's the design you know? I think yeah. you must be paying for, too. Well, I mean, the real kind are custom made, usually, too. There's a lot of work that goes into an Adirondack chair. Oh, whole new respect. Okay, well, anyway, I love a good-looking chair. And I don't like the chairs that look like they, you know, are portable. I just don't love that look. Well, Um, not when you leave them on the front lawn. (laughs) (laughs) These are on our side lawn, and they're 12 bucks, and we're spending every evening in them, and I am loving them. Yeah. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Stranger Things star Finn Wolford has just signed on for a major movie. Not that he's not already busy on Stranger Things, the season three set. I believe they've begun yeah. now no, filming that. 
He plays Mike, which to me, he was the lead kid in the first season. And mm-hmm. then you realize, wait, this is an ensemble. Right. He's got a good future ahead. So there's a book called The Goldfinch. I started reading it. It's really, really good. And then, of course, misplaced the book. Uh-huh. I do have plans to finish it. But um, <laughs> he, he plays Boris, which is not the lead character, but a very important character. Right. And that's a big deal for him just to be cast on the big screen. So he, he you know, he moving forward and not going to be stuck in that child actor Netflix only sort of. Not going to be stuck in the upside down. Perfect, Sam. Perfect, Sam. Finn Wolford gets a big movie role. It's uh, the movie's coming out next year. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Hey guys, how do you like the idea and thought of a movie theater that is designed to engage all of your senses? All thirty. Mm. Oh, oh, I guess they don't do that now. I mean, you have they don't the whole. Do sense. I know they've had theaters before where, I mean, surround sound's been around forever. So you have yeah. the audible, you have the visual. So I guess the other senses you would need would be well, you have vibration. And I know that they do have, what are those, like some of the virtual rides that you go on? I hate Disney virtual and rides. Universal. Oh. Yeah, I've been in some of those ones where it's like you're looking at certain things on the screen <laughs> and they shoot air at your legs. Mist right. Or whatever. Ah! Yeah. Okay, yeah. So there's a new theater that opens, is opening in London this week and they're calling the technology 4DX. Uh, it's anyway it's a high concept new design with mo- high tech motion seats and special effects to simulate wind and snow and fog and lightning and water and scents all this stuff the idea bringing every part of what you're seeing on the screen to you and your senses where you feel it mm-hmm. smell it taste it even i guess i don't know how you accommodate like that. that i don't know how you would accommodate that but i will just say this it's okay to use your imagination, right? <laughs> I don't love the uh, simulated rides because they it makes me feel more weird than if I were actually doing the. Oh, thing. I love those. Not so much. I me. actually have to take a Dramamine before I go on those. <laughs> Therefore, we don't go on those, they're not, Murphy. They're not targeting me, are they? Is this safe? Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I'll tell you how you can own one of uh, Dorothy's ruby red slippers, a pair of them one? from the oh. Wizard. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want both one of them, but it's going to cost you. There's a pair of ruby red slippers from the Wizard of Oz that's going to be going on the auction block, and the opening bid has to be six million dollars. Total? I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Six million? Who's who's selling them? Uh, the, The person that owns them. So I know that there's an original pair at the Smithsonian. Yeah, in DC. So. Is, how, did, how many pairs do they have floating yeah, around? They had, I believe, five pairs. This one, uh, the pair that's up for, for fire for $6 million wasn't actually in the movie. It was used for PR purposes oh. only. Oh, huh. But here's the cool story behind it, because I dug into this. Yeah. Okay, in 1940, a 16-year-old girl won this pair uh, by winning a contest called Name the Ten Best Movies of 1939. Right. The movie theater was putting it on, or the, yeah. the production company, and so she, she won the, the shoes. And she's been holding on to them. She won second place. Whoa. You won a pair of these for second place? Oh, what was, was the first place price? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so the, the red slippers were the concession Yeah, prize. I'm so sorry, but here's our second place consolation prize. <laughs> she held on to them for 48 years and would show them at, to kids in different sure. things. That's she crazy. sold them for 150000 bucks in 1988. Oh, that's and a... And, no, Murphy, you've little. seen these. You and I have, because these are the ones that when the guy that bought them from mm-hmm. her... He actually put them on display at Disney at the uh, MGM Studios. Those are the ones that oh, were on the movie Oh, yeah, ride. we did. You and I, we stood there for hours. <laughs> <laughs> when Murphy and I went on the ride together. Yay, bromance <laughs> memory. So now they're up for auction again for $6 bucks. Whoa. 
And we want to extend our daily invitation to you to enjoy the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast after the show. We do a different episode every day. The only place that you get it is on the podcast. We're just going to keep on going, hang out together for a while. Yeah, coming up today and after the show, I want to see if you would be interested in doing something with me at home, Murph. Yeah. And, of course, Sam gets a say. 